Hello, and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, episode 11. 11! It goes to 11! Right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. July 28th, 2016. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we're going to talk tonight about uh, two two movies that have just come out in the last uh, few weeks here. And uh, sort, sort of the uh, the atmosphere, sort of the, the all the baggage that comes along with them the baggage yeah there's, the there, baggage. there's 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 a lot and i that's 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 the word for it really um yeah. so uh we're we're going to talk about ghostbusters and then star trek beyond so we'll we'll review these briefly um so let's 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 andy you uh let's, let's start, start with start, ghostbusters start. from 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 you because okay the, the original um, ghostbusters is as you as you've said your favorite movie it is my favorite movie. I am apparently what is referred to as a ghost head. Apparently, that's that's the the demonym of of Ghostbuster fans. So that's that's uh, a thing. Okay. That's that's apparently a thing. There's a documentary on Netflix all about us. Apparently now. Um, anyway, so yeah, Ghostbusters is my favorite movie. I actually in the house I am currently recording this podcast and have four copies of the movie in my house. Um, I have a bunch of toys. I have a bunch of like I have, I have a bunch of random Ghostbusters stuff and. Um, so I'm qualified to have an opinion about this. Is what I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that's ridiculous. Um, anyway, uh, if anything, being if anything, if the internet has taught me anything, perhaps being a fan of the original Ghostbusters makes you less qualified. Um, sorry, guys. Okay, sorry. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the later part. Um, anyway, so Ghostbusters has been has been remade by Paul Feig, um, and um, people from Saturday Night Live and from. Bridesmaids. So we got Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, and Kristen Wiig um, as our four Ghostbusters, and it, it's basically very similar replots. Um, four people who are basically losers have, um, team up to get together to fight the paranormal and such. And the uh, the fun the thing about this movie is that it's okay. I went into this realistically. Um, it's been twenty seven years since a new movie. And I remember at one point after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out that I thought, you know, maybe I don't want a Ghostbusters 3. So I am not one of those kind of fans. So I will not not to begrudge those kinds of fans. I'm just like not saying those people are evil. I'm just, you know, saying this is this right, is the demographic right. I am in. And so I went in with kind of realistic expectations of it not going to be like it's not 1984. Like I knew things were going to be different. And for the most part, I actually thought it was pretty funny. Um, I laughed a lot. Um, I had a good time. It reminded me of all, every bit of Ghostbusters I have consumed in my life. Um, the cartoons, the the TV show, I mean, sorry, the cartoons, the which are the TV shows, but the, the cartoons, the the movies, the just all the stuff. And, and I really liked that. It made me very happy um in that sense it was the most i ever felt like a kid since i was a kid um that said that doesn't mean the movie's perfect in any way there's definitely some times and there's scenes that have been chopped out in the movie that's kind of lacking and that's a little weird i will however say that it's definitely it was a movie um it wasn't particularly fabulous but it still wasn't as bad as everyone kept thinking it was gonna be um I thought Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon were definitely standouts in this movie. Um, I also think that Liam Helmsworth needs to do more funny things because he almost steals the movie oh, with was, his was, just... Was, was Chris in this one, wasn't it? Oh, was it Chris or was it Liam? Chris Helmsworth. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. 
Thor. The the yes. older, not the younger, right? Yes, yes. So Thor. Um, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. So Thor, I want him to do more funny things because of this movie. Um, his his, I am I do understand when some people find his himbo character like degrading to men. I mean, I understand where they're coming from, but I also thought it was hilarious. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I want more of him being funny. I think that's pretty great. Um, ultimately, the and time will tell about this, but uh, I kind of hope that they do get to make a sequel because I feel like if they do, they'll be able to kind of get a redo and do things that make their own movie because if there's anything that really hurts this movie is that there is so much little nods and winks to the old movie that it kind of keeps it from being its own flick. And... And that's too bad. And because of that, there's like, it feels like the humor is kind of got this gloves on thing because, I mean, some of this is that it's R rated comedians, you know, doing, you know, doing a PG 13 movie. But I think some of it is, is that like, have them trying to like cater to this humor that is expected of them. And, and I don't think that that's 100% necessary. Um, I want, I liked it a lot. I saw it in 3D actually, and I thought it was the best use of 3D I had seen in a while, but I also haven't seen that much 3D in a while. So the, uh, I thought they did a very good job, but you know, the proton streams do, they, you know, they leap off the screen in a very cool way. Um, not saying you necessarily have to spend the money, but Mm -hmm. if you want to spend the money, go check it out. Um, for me, it's a straight up B. Um, I would say it's better than Ghostbusters 2. Um, but yeah, I, I will, however, say that, you know, I probably like the movie more because it made me feel like a kid again. But yeah, Tim? yeah I, I'm, I'm not in quite the same place as you. I, I don't have the, the same you know, deep seated love of, of Ghostbusters that you do. I mean, I, I love I love the original as, as well, but not to nearly the same degree. I, I did see this in 3D on on your recommendation, actually. Mm. Uh, I, I agree. The 3D was was really good. I, I do kind of wonder how some of those shots are going to play in a 2d presentation i haven't seen it in 2d so there's there's that caveat but yeah some i I, some of them were very specifically framed i I think to showcase the cheap 3d tricks air quotes here and they Um, are cheap but they still were cool yeah yeah (laughs) not not that they weren't effective i mean it it it, it worked but yeah i i i i don't think that'll be as good in a uh more traditional format. Some of the, some of those. So I I'm I'm detracting here. I um I, I I did like the movie. I'm I'm you know also about a B. Um, you know I I thought there were there were sequences that were you know too too straight that were you know not not really funny that that seemed you know like the the tone was was a little bit off like sort of tacked on like this this yeah. was a piece of something else yeah. um and and there were some there there are always some jokes that don't land in a comedy but there there were a number of things i i thought that were just kind of goofy without really being funny yeah uh yeah some some of the uh the equipment test sequences it's like, yeah some, some of that was funny and some of that was just just goofy yeah, and if there's anything the first movie taught us is that you actually don't have to have an equipment testing scene so much. Yeah, um, they, they, they really didn't. The, they the, have that in, in the original that the first test was when they went to the hotel. Yeah, and uh, they accidentally fire on that maid. Yeah, um, yeah. What the hell are you doing? Right, with the toilet paper and all. Yeah. Sorry. So. <laughs> yeah, I um, the the things that I I had trouble with in in this movie. I was always going to have trouble with 
you know, mm-hmm. all respect to the, the people involved. These are really, really talented, really funny people. Yeah, but this this was going to be, you know, a, a tall order regardless of who was involved. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't think anybody could have really measured up. Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, this this cast and, you know, this this script did about as good a job as could be expected. And it still came out about a B. Yeah. And I think that's not a bad thing. Um and I'm totally with you. Like I, like I, a lot of people have these like fantasies about what if Seth Rogen was in this, or 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 what if you know, or what if it was a mixed you know female male team. And the thing is, I don't really see it being any better. Um, I, I really don't either. It would have been yeah. different, but I'm, I, yeah. I'm I'm not sure better. I, I yeah. think you know any of those hypothetical movies would have had the same problems that this movie did, the one that we got. Yeah. So. So, you know, there's, there's Ghostbusters, um, you know, Star Trek Beyond, now, Star Trek Tim, Beyond, yeah. So I'm this, a ghost head, but Tim's a Trekkie, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, pretty, so he, pretty much he's, all my life. He's so, also, quote, qualified. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, this, this, this is certainly more in my wheelhouse, and I'm, I, I am trying to remain objective and, and at least be aware of my bias in, in my analysis here, um, so, Man, I, I I was so so mad after the last Star Trek movie. It was such a, a train wreck of a script. The plot was nonsensical and great cast, but really really bad writing. And, and there were shots that were outright ruined by lens flare. The subject was entirely obscured by it. So, I mean, all that, and I still came and I I went and saw the new movie. I had hopes for it because hey, new writers, new director. And yeah, I, I was not disappointed by that. Um, so written by Simon Pegg and Doug Jung, Young. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, sorry, Doug. Who, who, who are also you know long long time fans, um, and I think have a, a much better sense of of what Star Trek is about. Came up with a, a script that harkens much more back to the the old Star Trek kind of stories. It's 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 very much a, a fresh modern take on it. It it doesn't feel, you know, slow and, and ponderous, and it's 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 slick and it moves along, but it's it's that kind of a story that they used to tell in the old old television shows, um, and the and the the, the villain it, it comes from a comes from a place that, you know, like like Star Trek is supposed to do, like all good science fiction is supposed to kind of turns the mirror on us and, and makes us think about, Hey, where did this guy come from? Why is he, he doing these things? What are, are we responsible? Could this be us if we are not careful? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought they could have played that up a little more actually, but for the most part, it, it did a good job and was also fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. So un, unlike the last one, which was, exciting and and frustrating of, yeah and and frustrating and probably would have been okay if it wasn't pretending to be star trek so um now this I, I i had a good time in this movie uh you know everyone in the cast had had some great little moments that the chemistry is is on display between all of them there there sparks everywhere everybody is hitting their stride so i'm 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 less mad about the previous film now, having seen yeah. this one, and I'm I'm even looking forward to uh, the new one that they've just announced that they're working on. 
the uh, I actually like so I had seen the second one, but I have still not seen the first one. So I am not super blind, but I like and because uh, I like I don't dislike Star Trek, but I don't like like these these kinds of science fiction things don't appeal to me like like other people. Um, not saying it's a bad thing; it just doesn't speak to me like it like it does other yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, we've we've, um, we've been over that ground. We, we've been over this before, and um, so like I've seen most of the Star Trek movies. Um, I just never went out of my way so much to watch them. Um, but uh, this one, I was actually kind of interested in seeing it because I knew Simon Pegg had written it, um, and I thought like, oh, this will be interesting. And um, and I actually think it's actually you know it's it's a nice little movie. I kind of I imagine people kind of wish this was actually the first movie. Um, like just go done. Let's just do this. Um, yeah, I I I actually really wish this had been the previous movie. Yeah, and, and that 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 would have been great. I'd have been totally on board for whatever comes next after that. And I like I think now I will admit that I get kind of bored during star fighting things. Yeah. Uh, bat- battles in space. I get bored during just regular human just re- like hand-to-hand combat fighting. <laughs> um I've been over this before. I mean, it was kind of ruined by the Matrix and Quentin Tarantino, uh hand-to-hand combat fighting stuff like that. I just okay, whatever. You're not going to do any better than those, so whatever. Um same thing with like, I've just seen enough space battles in my life that what are they really going to do that's new and different? Um however, this film um Contrary to what the the trailers made you think, it's not that much of an action movie. I mean, like there's action scenes that go on, but they there's more stuff happening in this. There's more human to human stuff or human to yeah human yeah. humanoid things going it's, on. It's, it's got a, a narrower scope. I, yeah. I think the, the the stakes are are technically smaller. The, the immediate stakes are are not you know the the entire galaxy is going to blow up if we don't save the day. But you weirdly care more about it. Yeah, like, yeah, and, um, and and that's the thing I think a lot of movies lately, you know, and and Star Trek has been guilty of this in the past as well. It's, you can tell a very compelling story with a much narrower focus, with a, a smaller scope. It yeah. can be done, and I I think they they did a pretty good job of that here. The the stakes are large, but not they're not the universe. disproportionate. Yeah, yeah, they're not like it's something that's still it's it's there's stakes that are. Uh, in a sense, more relatable. Yeah. Uh, like, um, relatable is kind of weird because who's ever been in this kind of situation? But um, they're more, uh, they're just like, they're not so grandiose that it's almost unfathomable and you don't care. Like, you kind of like get into it a little bit better. Um, so, and that's something that I think it's, this is where this movie really excels. There's only one moment of lens flare that I found annoying, and that's probably because I also saw this in 3D. Um, ah, so see, that, I, I, I actually didn't. Yeah. Uh, and so that flare was right there, um, <laughs> like three inches from my face. Um, yeah. And uh, so like, but that was one time. It was just just one moment. Um, I feel like uh, this is this cast has definitely come into its own a lot better now. Um, you can definitely feel the camaraderie amount. Of, you know, this is their third movie together, and you can definitely see how well it works. Um, I you can definitely tell Simon Pegg wrote the movie because Scotty has a pretty good role in it. Um, the uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not there, saying there's... that Scotty doesn't have good roles in other movies. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just saying, just, just pointing it out, just pointing it out there. Um, I also noticed that Chekhov. Now it could just be because Anton died, but I also noticed that Chekhov seems to have a more beefed up role in this movie as well. Well, um, I, I really felt like, you know, the entire cast as as an ensemble, you know, had everybody had something to do, which this seemed... had, had kind of been a problem in in a lot of previous Star Trek films. 
Yeah. It was more Spock and Kirk's movie, whereas this feels more right. like and, a, and, an and movie. in old Star Trek, you know, there's always this 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 trinity of Kirk and Spock and, and McCoy. And McCoy had kind of got left out of that a little bit in right. the previous two films. He's he's much more on display here. We we get some some great scenes between him and Spock, and there's there's lots of chemistry there. It played so so well, and I I bought every bit of it. Yeah, and Carl and and and, and, uh, and sorry, and Carl Urban has has he and Colin Farrell might be the best like face actors right now. Um, <laughs> Just the way they can use their face in a scene is just just amazing. Um, now, mind you, they're both using it for kind of comic effects, but it's still just amazing what they can do with their face. Um, and I think that's that's one of the things that makes the movie just just fun. Um, I'm not gonna say it's the best Star Trek movie I've ever seen. I have no idea what the best Star Trek movie I've ever seen was. I really like the fourth one with the whales, but I'm not gonna say it's the best one. Yeah, that, uh, that, that one's popular. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I certainly have opinions on that matter. Um, yeah. But really, the 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 bar for qualified success on this one was was so so low mm-hmm. after the last movie that this could hardly fail to clear it. I I thought they did a a, a great job. I I want to see more from from this this cast and and you know frankly these writers. I I want to see Simon Pegg and, and and Doug do do more of this. I hope they can keep going. I hope you know that. If they they feel like they're stuck, they can bring somebody else in who who actually, you know, meshes with with this whole aesthetic because this this was good Star Trek, mm-hmm. and eh. my 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 concern was that it would be a good movie but bad Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And and that and and well we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the uh, but yeah, it's like as a person who doesn't like like have that kind of Star Trek stuff um i it's it's definitely a good movie um and it seems to be from what i know of star trek i agree it seems to be a good star trek movie um i don't have like the same kind of like uh stuff (laughs) that other people do but uh i don't know i enjoyed it um i think it'd be i think it's a fun movie to see when it comes to it's it's probably gonna be one of the better summer movies i'm gonna see this year um and uh, that all said, um, uh, and this is this is me using giving the caveat of not being as much as a Star Trek fan as other people. Um, I'm going to say that it's definitely it's it's a pretty solid B as well um, as as well like in like, like Ghostbusters, but like it's pretty good. Um, I had a good time, a good way to spend two hours. And the only thing is, like I saw it in 3D, and the 3D is more worthwhile in Ghostbusters than it is in this. But still, yeah. it's still it's still fun to see it in 3D. I'm yeah. not going to say it's required viewing, though. Uh, I, I saw it in 2D, and I, I don't think it, it really lost anything. I, I can mm. see where some of the effects might have been kind of neat. But yeah. um, no, um, a B for me as well, not not great, but good, you know, mm-hmm. solid. Uh, not not on par with, like, say, A Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Um, or Into Darkness with Khan again. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's better more, than that, but not as good yeah, as the other one. Close, yeah. closer to the former than than to the latter. Um, yeah. We'll 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 put it somewhere around Star Trek three. Okay. Um, um, it's interesting you bring up Star Trek three. <laughs> um, yeah, because, that, that that too. Because this is the third one of this particular. Uh, I'm and, not going to uh, the franchise, but this particular series with over this particular cast, and the Enterprise gets destroyed yeah. again in the third one. Not, that's not a spoiler, ship, guys. That's not a spoiler because it's in the trailers. Um, I knew it was coming. Uh, I kind of wish it hadn't been. Yeah. 
But to be honest, if that is the only th- that's really the only thing that's borrowed from from the th- from search of, search for Spock. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that it's Spock is dead, um, and not not Zachary Kinto, they, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there, so, there's there there is a little bit of of fan service in this movie as as well, like like in Ghostbusters, but right. it, it felt much less heavy handed. Yeah, and that's actually a good segue into the other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, before we get talking about like uh, the the fandom things involved with both of these movies, I wanted to talk about this this concept that I got that I've always been aware of, but now have vocabulary to describe it. Um, the there's a video from Nerd Writer where they talk about where they talk about intertextuality, and uh, intertextuality is how like you know one particular text relies on another text to better inform its own story or something along those lines, and 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 in that video, they were talking about the concept of weaponized intertextuality, and but mostly focusing on remakes and sequels. And an example of this is like when we see the Millennium Falcon in the Force Awakens, like or when we have the We're Home scene in the Force Force Awakens, things like that. Um, however, like I think, like although technically it's not wrong, when it comes to these remakes and sequels, I think it's less about like using the other as it is to have weaponized nostalgia. And I feel like the, both of these movies definitely had use of like, albeit sometimes not as weaponized, but weaponized nostalgia in a sense that we're going to make the audience feel something by having this and from, from the earlier movies and, and Ghostbusters definitely has that more than Star Trek beyond. And part of that might be because this is the third of that series. And this is a whole, this is a quote new beginning for Ghostbusters. Um, and that's the thing that, and actually that's the thing that ultimately kind of hurts Ghostbusters is that there's so much of this weaponized nostalgia that it never gets to feel like it's having its own time. It's never, it's never breathing into being its own film, um, which is kind of lame. Um, like a cameo from a person from a previous movie could be an example of this. Um, there's a, the use of Leonard Nimoy in, in, uh, Star Trek Beyond is actually a pretty good use about this as well. Um. And and I think that that's I'm not going to say it because sometimes it could be used well and sometimes it adds something. But a lot of times it's just like. We could have done something else here, <laughs> but in order like but it was harder to come up with something to make you feel like with with putting more work into it. So it was just easier for us just to do this <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. So similarly, I, I felt that um, the previous Star Trek film Into Darkness suffered a lot more from this. Oh, they, 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 they played, you know, the, uh, the, the con card, the con card and the triple triple. Well, tri- yeah. Yeah. The furry puffball card there. there yes, there was a triple. I, it is a triple. Okay. Yeah. It's a triple. Um, okay. I was, I was, I was less bothered by that, yeah. but I mean, they're, they're not, not just the character of con, but some, some very specific things that they, they took, and and remade that felt completely unearned the the emotional impact was was not there for me when 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 they made the 
that movie. And, and that's the gamble you take yeah. when you do these weaponized nostalgia things is that like um, either like you're going to get that like, ooh, kind of thing. Like when I saw the when I saw um, The Force Returns, I was next to a, I had the right audience for The, uh, the Force Awakens. Sorry, not Returns. Um, the uh, um, it was just the right amount of Star Trek people. I'm not Star Trek. Well, maybe also Star Trek people. Just the right amount of Star Wars people. If we had email addresses for this, we'd yeah, be yeah. getting so I'm many sorry. nasty messages. I'm sorry. They both start with star. Sorry. Um, oh, anyway. So, You're making uh, it worse. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Accept it. They have words in common. It's okay. Um, it's just how it is. Uh, anyway, so like, but that when Luke showed up on the screen, the guy next to me got that like oh kind of you know nostalgic moment and then in that sense that part of the movie works um yeah, yeah. but uh, and so like that was a time when the gamble paid off um i don't know if it pays off with the millennium falcon so much because i knew it was coming but um the cameos in ghostbusters they take this gamble and they don't necessarily go there they don't necessarily get me to that that like chill goosebumps kind of like oh, oh kind of thing now mind you i did say that while i watched the movie i felt it was the most i felt like a kid that doesn't mean I still got the goosebumps and the chills from watching the movie. I was just very happy, um, <laughs> but I th- but I was kind of happy in spite of their attempts, not because of their attempts. Yeah, I for 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 me in Ghostbusters, I thought the cameos worked really well. Actually, I I don't think I would have changed any of those. I was actually kind of mad at myself because I didn't see Ernie Hudson coming. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew he had to come. Well, I was like, there's not that much of the movie left. When's he going to show up? And well, then that the hearse came. Well, I was like, ah, here yeah, he is. Yeah. The, the, the context was, was, oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, my Why favorite, did I not see that? Yeah. My favorite cameo was Annie Potts, um, uh, the, the secretary, um, Janine, from, the, uh, from Ghostbusters. Hers was my favorite one because I just, I, it was just the right amount of snark that the movie needed at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that, that worked very, very well, I thought. So, um, however, there are subtle uses of that, of that nostalgia in the sense that there's a Scaleri brother esque ghost. Um, uh, Scaleri brothers are from Ghostbusters too, and there's a ghost like that in the subway. Yeah, that, yeah. That actually that did work for me, um, and I think yeah, that I, was... I, I thought that was cool. There, there was a little bit of a, a visual callback there, with, without you know, being blatant and overt. Yeah, there was something that was more subtle about it, and that's what I and I think that's why it worked for me better. Um, although I still like that those cameos were there. It's kind of a catch-22. Like, you're kind of like, you want it to be there, but you don't want that much of it, but at the same time, if those weren't there, would I be pissed off as a fan? Um, I just don't know. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you were saying something. I, yeah, sorry. Oh, no. Um, so, here's here's the thing. You know, fandom <laughs> is is weird, and, and like we, yep. we said at the at the beginning of the show, there's a lot of baggage that, that comes with, with these franchises. You know, they, they've got these, these long histories. I mean, and, and granted, Star Trek is, you know, a, a much, much bigger thing just in terms of, of sheer volume. Oh, there totally. Hundreds of episodes and we're up to 13 just, movies. And Yeah, you could spend like, I, I don't know, I, haven't, I have never seen it all the time put together, but it's... It's a lot. It's a lot of time. You could probably spend like a year straight just watching Star Trek stuff. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's something like that. So, yeah. And, 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 you know, Ghostbusters at this point has been around for, you know, crud, what, 32 84. years? Uh, yeah, so yeah, 32 years. 32 years um, this June. So, so. You know, a, a lot of the people who, 
you know, grew up with this movie as as part of the the cultural lexicon, you know, who liked it when they were younger. It's, you know, we're we're getting a little older and and more crotchety and <laughs> yeah, apparently more crotchety. I'm not going to say that of everybody. No, but... but just 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 kind of in 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 general. Yeah, I, and I, I, I admit here that I am I am generalizing, but there is a trend overall. Yeah, and because like, that's just how it is. I mean, like, and part of that, the, the thing that Star Trek has above that is that there's been so many other iterations of Star Trek that you could have become, because I'm sure there were tons of people that didn't like the original show. Uh, this is hokey and weird. Um, who came uh, in later? Sure. Who came in? Who came in later with with uh, with Next Generation? Be like, oh, I think I get it now. Yeah, and and uh, there are people for whom you know Deep Space Nine. That's that's their Star Trek, and then they're the others. Yeah, um, to be honest, like I think what made me realize that maybe the Star Trek thing isn't that bad was the terrible cartoons. Um, oh man, the uh, <laughs> those those are so so awful. They're so bad. I, uh, but, I, I, yeah. I have not been able to bring myself to actually watch all of them. I've, yeah, I've, I've I, seen a few. And there, there are a couple of good ideas in there, but the execution just, is so poor. I think I just caught them at the right time. Like, I mean, like, it's just it's just the thing that, that happened there. And I, But I think that's definitely what Star Trek has above Ghostbusters. When it comes to Ghostbusters, you got into either the movies or you got into the cartoon and the cartoon and the movies were around at the same time or you got into the sequel cartoon in the mid to late 90s um and and that's it um like so and i, and I think that that's like that's definitely a thing that it has so the so, people yeah the, the people the fans like you know have been eager to have something new for a while i mean the video game happened the video game is pretty cool um but uh like you know, so they were eager for something new, and a part of the problem is, is like this is how they. There was just no way to win when they were making this movie. Um, there, I mean, well, that's not true. I think, like for the most part, I think they do win when they when they made this movie. They just don't knock it out of the park. Yeah, I'll, what... I'll I'll call it a win, but it's 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 not like a, a runaway. Yeah, it's not like a. It, I'll call it a win, but it's not like a like a what's the word I'm going? With? What's the like a like a shutout? You know, yeah, like the yeah. first one is like a shutout. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just the, that's just the, the nature of the beast. Um, it is. So, you know, all, all that being said, you know, both of these franchises have very, very loyal and, and devoted fan bases, mm-hmm. you know, spanning back decades. So yeah. you know, touching them at, at this point in, in their history is, yeah, it's, it's going to be, well, dicey. touchy. Yeah. Dicey. Yeah. Regardless of of what's happening, so there 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 are expectations in place, and there's the very very real risk that not all of them are going to be met. And you know, regardless of of what people do, you know, some of the fans are going to be disappointed. Yeah. So that's there is no way around that with with all this history. Yeah. And and I understand like all the all the things that I've read where people have problems with the movies, like I. I get that. Like, it's not like, um, unless it actually is a sexist reason. Um, and I'm not saying that that's even like, not like that's even like that widespread. Um, like I'm not even going to go that far, but I mean, like, like there's, I understand where people are coming from. Um, and I'm not going to say they're not real fans. I would never do that. That's stupid. Um, but I mean, like part of the thing about being a fan is, you know, like, like, like you said, go into the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but another part of, of being a fan, you know, uh, you know, especially when there's all this history, is calling it out when it's bad. 
Yeah, and and I agree. And, um, you know, and 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 like you said, still kind of liking it. Yeah, so but I I still like Star Trek. There has been such bad Star Trek. I I spent a, a good bit of time earlier in the show ragging on the previous film because mm. it was bad, but yeah. I still like Star Trek. Yeah, and I mean, like as much as I love Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. I mean, Ghostbusters Two is you know got some really goofy ideas. Yeah, uh, it, like, it does. And um, like it, so, like I mean, like. I know. I mean, like, I totally get it. But I still like the movie. I mean, like, it's still something that I'm into. So it's, I don't know. I'm not going to call people that didn't like this movie who, or who didn't want to see this movie not Ghostbuster fans because that's stupid. Like, I mean, there's no, like, that's, who am I to say that? <laughs> um, but I, I will say that as a fan, you are kind of, like, giving yourself a, distur- a disservice by not, like, you know, at least checking it out a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And for some people, checking it out a little bit is just watching the trailers, and that's enough. And that's cool. Like, and, like, that's the thing. Like, and I, and, and that's fine. I mean, like, that's, it's okay if you're not, if you don't like something. There's nothing wrong with that. But there is something wrong with just being a jerk about it. And because the internet is the internet, there's a lot of that in both the ghost head community and in, in the Trekkie community. It's just what happens. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just... And it's kind of sad. I mean, like, we don't need these dumpster fire of, hand, of, like, fandom that's going on right now because it just makes all of us who are fans feel bad about being fans sometimes. Um, I know I was struggling with it for a few weeks. Like, ever since the cast got announced, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> what, what, are my, what are my ilks doing? But I realized it's not all of it because I've talked to other people who really like Ghostbusters, and they weren't angry about anything they were just like yeah "Eh, it's a movie like you know and that's the thing you got to realize is that a lot of times it's a vocal minority um but yeah Uh, do you feel that way about star trek too well yeah i mean star trek because it, it it has so so much more of it and so many different like you know iterations and all all these these separate shows it's it's a little different and can be somewhat more fragmented because of that i mean and they're they're different camps right um and and there are people who just love it all regardless i mean you know Mm -hmm. no 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 matter what it's oh hey it's it's more star trek and and that makes me happy and And i star Star trek can work on that level and that's 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 fine that's that's great there there are people who really really hate the new movies i really hated the last one Mm -hmm. but i mean like like i said i think they've got a great cast i i want them to keep doing this but i want them to do better with this cast the, uh, so I think the thing that that's important to do as a fan of anything um, is when you like when you when you when you don't like something that's part of your your niche, if you will, like look at it if you are not liking it for like why are you not liking it? Are you not liking it for for snippy fan reasons or that are ultimately just you being nitpicky or or do you have like literal story or like craft problems with it um like that's that's something that can kind of like tell you something I, th- I i think when it comes to these sort of things like where, where you're at like the fact that you don't like the second movie of of star trek like but you have not just star trek reasons to not like it but you also have just like this didn't work reasons yeah it is a mess of a movie there, there are things yeah. that are you know shoved into it in places that they just really don't fit and and you know, gaps in the plot, and it's 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 a mess. It's a giant mess. I mean, it it could have been a reasonable throwaway action sci-fi 
popcorn movie. That we wouldn't be talking about later, like, you know. If it hadn't been called Star Trek. Yeah, it would have been, like, it would have been, what is it, that Roger Corman Star Wars ripoff, like, Battle oh, Beyond the Battle Stars. Battle Beyond the Stars, yeah. yeah. Or I something mean, like, like that, so. Yeah. So, I don't know. Basically, it's just, like, it's interesting. This, like, this whole thing with Star Trek and Ghostbusters has kind of made me to really, like, examine fandom and how movies use our nostalgia to make the, to use that fandom. And... I don't know. It's just very interesting. Yeah, me. and and this 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 happens in other places too. I mean, oh, all the this, time. This, this is this is not unique to these franchises. I mean, yeah, like, not like, at all. like we said before, it happened in Star Wars a bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, when uh, I'll 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 call out Futurama here when when they oh, started yeah. doing oh, yeah. the, the DVD movies, the, the first one, which I think actually works the best as a movie out of out oh, of totally. those four. Yeah. There there's some moments of just blatant shameless fan service in it that's that's just hey little cameo by these these characters just to make the fans smile yeah and and that, that was that was that was okay i mean as a as a fan but you know as somebody watching it for the first time as a movie i i could recognize that you know yeah what what's what's that about yeah that, that doesn't mean anything to me exactly and i had moments like that in star trek that i was worried i was not getting um yeah, and and I, I I don't think that actually ended up being the case. Um, like there were moments like that, and it turned out that it really wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, um, yeah. So that a lot of that was me classically overthinking something. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? No, no. I think that uh, that sums it up. Uh, two good, not great movies that that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Recommend. That you know yeah. we're 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 flawed and but we liked them anyway. Fandom yeah. is weird. Fandom is weird. Don't be jerks, guys. Don't be jerks. Just don't be jerks. Check your nostalgia. Um, <laughs> not saying like leave it somewhere. Just check it to you yeah. Know, like, oh, be, be aware of it. Be aware of it. Yeah. It's but, it's yeah, it's it's okay to get swept up in that too. But I mean, don't don't let it blind you to to good things when when they're out there. Or blind you to bad things when they're out there. Right. So that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.